And we are live, as it stands, over here, Tuesday. Yeah, I think that's the day. And according to the itinerary on Tuesdays, we analyze a lyric. We analyze the lyrics of a certain given songwriter, song, in the secular world. And we kind of just uh, go through that and have ourselves a conversation, if you will. Stefan Maia is my name. This is the Early Bird Podcast Sessions over here. AddedSouls.com is indeed the website. And um, I encourage you to uh, sign up to AddedSouls.Locals.com. It's free to sign up. And from there, you can choose to support the Added Souls ministry and the work we do. And that helps a great deal put food on the table for me and my family, the Maya family. That okay? That good? So Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Southern Cross. It came in as a request from uh, one of our viewers. And I I like the song. I've always liked the song. I It's part of my catalog, if you will, my collection of music. And uh, it certainly has a, oh, how should I say, a charm to it. It has nostalgia. It has that appeal, right? That luring effect for those of us, of course, who have lived as Gentiles for many years. And um, it holds some kind of a spirit, meaning wind, meaning words, uh, combined with a certain melody and the uh, collaboration of instruments together making a uh, memorable song, in my opinion, one that I enjoy greatly. Uh, though at times I must be careful with that, as we all must as Christians now, uh, not to be... Um, not to allow our thought, our thoughts or hearts to uh, return back to that ship, to the Southern Cross, if you will. So we're going to be looking at those lyrics and having ourselves a conversation about that. Bit of housekeeping real quick. Please subscribe, right? Subscribe to this channel, Added Souls. Like, share, comment. All that kind of good stuff helps this content move further and farther. And I think there are people out there Christians and non-Christians alike, who um, find value and substance in these sessions. It is indeed unique from a Christian perspective. I don't know of great many within the Brotherhood of the Lord's Church who do this, though I am certain to be hijacked somewhere down the line. Uh, and um, it just allows us to see into things, to have insight and discernment, wisdom, to be able to recognize and identify things. Right, Because we are certainly not to participate in worldly activities, sinful activities, if you will. But uh, we live on this earth. We walk among uh, in, uh, people in, on this earth. Uh, and uh, we have to find or grow uh, in ways to uh, become productive. And we can't do that if we uh, hide ourselves under a bushel, if you will. So, um, a bit of the song, a bit of information on the song. I go to americansongwriter.com. There are various sites that do diligence when it comes to accumulating information regarding songs and writers and musicians and things like that. And you can certainly have your research through Google, <laughs> the mighty Google, who answers all questions. Um, and uh, one of the sites I found was AmericanSongwriter.com. So I'll use a bit of their information and what they've studied and what they've 
found regarding Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Southern Cross, and then we'll go through the letter Q&I, and I give my input, my uh, experience and everything along those lines, uh, having been in the music world and having loved music greatly and having a catalog of things. I may have said this before, but my first self-employment, I think I was 16, maybe younger, 17, maybe older. I don't know. I it's It's been a while now. <laughs> being in my, in my mid-40s, it's been a while. Uh, but uh, was being a DJ, you know, playing music. I've always loved music. I used to love music more than God and my Lord and Master, Jesus Christ, but obviously that has changed over a decade now. So the early and celestial meaning behind Southern Cross by Crosby, Still, and Nash over at americansongwriter.com. I won't read all of the article. I'll read a few uh, parts that I want to bring out, and then we'll go into the lyric. So the meaning... Uh, of course, uh, uh, of this song has a few facets, a few branches. It was written by Stephen Stills, Rick Curtis, and Michael Curtis, and it appears on Crosby, Stills, and Nash's seventh album called Daylight Again. Southern Cross was released in September of 1982. Already, man, it's crazy. 1982? What? How many years is that? 40 years ago? That can't be. It is. So the meaning... And Seven League Boots. Where does that come from? Well, okay. Well, the song, which reached number 18 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, was originally based on the song, quote, Seven League Boots. B as in Bob. Boots. Written by Rick and Michael Curtis. Seven League Boots referenced a magical pair of boots that allow the wearer to stride seven leagues long, approximately 21 miles which appears in many European folk and fairy tales. Yes. So the Curtis brothers brought a wonderful song called Seven League Boots, but it drifted around too much. That's a quote from Stills, who worked some of the lyrics around his personal experience following his divorce from French songwriter Véronique Sanson. Once rewritten, the song explored a different form of navigation around love. Right, And he quotes, I rewrote a new set of words and added a different chorus, a story about a long boat trip I took after my divorce, shared stills of his trip through French Polynesia. Exploring, exploring an exotic place out of the water helped stills find more perspective on his life and marriage. Coincidentally, bandmate David Crosby has remained an avid sailor since the age of 11, and even wrote the Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, Wooden Ships. Aboard, he did this aboard his Mayan, along with Jefferson's Airplanes, Paul Kantner. And I know these songs, and I know these bands, and I know these musicians, because again, I grew up listening to these records, from the record to the cassette player, to the cassette player, to the digital disc, to the digital disc, to the MP3, to the MP3. Okay, you get it. Quote, it's about using the power of the universe to heal your wounds, unquote, adds stills of the song's meaning. So if you ask yourself, what's the meaning of Southern Cross? According to stills, he would say, it's about using the power of the universe to heal your wounds. So it is indeed heathen, it's pagan, it's um, looking towards other sources of healing than Jesus Christ, the truth, reality, God, the great I am, 
it is indeed making of his created uh, items, sun, moon, stars, mountains, trees, rivers, oceans. It is utilizing that and making those things out to be gods. The gods, the Egyptian gods, and the great many of these artists, these musicians, entertainers, they certainly go to the Egyptian worldview and the hieroglyphic world of their charm as they practice sorcery. No, I'm not speaking of anything supernatural. I'm speaking of a whole bunch of drugs and alcohol. <laughs> okay, so that's what he has to say. And the Crux constellation is where they land themselves within this market of lyrical uh, poetry. And the article says, also known as the, quote, Southern Cross, the title and lyrics also reference the Crux constellation, which can be viewed from most of the Southern Hemisphere. The four brightest stars within the constellation from a cross pattern, they form a cross pattern. And those at sea have often relied on the Southern Cross to help them navigate their boats. So the Southern Cross also appears on the national flags of New Zealand and Australia. No vocals by Crosby is found in this here studio version, of course. Still sings lead throughout Southern Cross with Graham Nash joining on the second verse, while David Crosby is not featured on the album version. Now, around that time, the time the band started working on Daylight Again, Crosby was arrested on drug charges and served eight months in prison. And he was uh, he was in a pretty bad spot there. He was he was dealing with some heavy stuff, you know, heavy narcotics. Uh, Mr. Brownstone there, you know. Uh, and so Crosby united with the pair when the album was already near completion and later added vocals to some tracks and contributed Delta, which I believe to be one of their greatest songs. And he did so under some pretty heavy influence, you know, Heron. And uh, that song till this day gets to me, it gets me in the feels. They have so many songs that gets me in the feels and it, it, I have to be careful with that. It'll trigger me, man. It's It's just... Well, if you've lived life as a heathen, you'd understand. Which would be his last original composition for several years, along with a cover of, quote, Might as well have a good time, by the songwriting team of Judy Hensky and Greg, Craig, sorry, Craig, Dorge, Dorge, something like those. Something like that, anyways. Crossed visuals. The article says, The video shows a ship at sail with stills at the helm and gave Crosby, Stills, and Nash some MTV playtime in the heavier pop and new wave era. While the covert art of Daylight Again features a dome on a hilltop with flying saucers circling about. Interesting, isn't it? Strange as well. The image was likely inspired by the UFO resurgence of the late 70s through the early 80s. Yeah. Yeah, all that. So there's a bit of insight and, uh, and a context to the song uh, from the band the members themselves. And uh, we'll go to the lyric now, and you and I will have ourselves a conversation about the lyric. Is that okay? Let me just check here our feed, make sure everything's up and running and rolling. Yeah, there we go. Good stuff. All right, so uh, got out of town on a boat going to Southern Islands. Let me put that up on the screen if I can. If I can here. Oh, oh. Let's go back over here. Let me, I have to put that there, that there, this, that, that, this, this, that, this, that, that, this. There we go. Let me 
put it a bit bigger. All right. So you can all see the lyrics on the screen. And I can uh, bring my uh, video feed at the bottom there, if possible. Where are you, video feed? Where'd you go? What's the matter with you? There I am. Peekaboo. I see you. Okay, so... Oh, that's too big, isn't it? There we go. Got out of town on a boat going to Southern Islands. So, obviously, the uh, analytical potion to this mixture. Got out of town. So, he needs to leave. On a boat. He has chosen the vessel in which he must leave. Where is he headed? Southern Islands. There's a lot of heat. Tropical kind of atmosphere to it. I need to leave. I need to run. I don't need to leave. Do I need to run? I don't know. But I need to get out of town. And I'm going to do so. That uh, I need to do so through this vessel. Right? I don't want to do this on, on ground. I want to do this in water. And I want to go to the southern islands. And there is imagery here. There is reason to this poetry. He's seeking to leave. And as the context would say, he was having problems with his marriage, wasn't he? Divorce and whatnots. And that is, of course, atypical of entertainers. And their heathen way of life and all that kind of stuff involves a lot of marriage, divorce, and remarriage. And uh, that comes with emotional investment, with a lot of feelings involved and a lot of hurt feelings and doubts and uncertainties and uh, sorrows and pains, you know, a lot of that. So I need to go. And many of us finding ourselves in moments of sorrow or uncertainties, uh, we do, don't we? Try to find a vessel uh, to kind of help us leave and heal. Sometimes we have to leave the hometown we were born and raised in. Sometimes we need to leave the state itself, the country perhaps. Sometimes we can pick up something. Maybe you pick up a, a hobby that you find soothing, therapeutic, comforting to your life that helps you heal through moments of sorrow. Uh, I myself, music being one of them, right? I've always found myself um, within the realm of uh, music to soothe, to heal, to bring at peace, perhaps my anxieties and things like that. Now, there are boundaries to these items. Again, the world goes to the... And they make gods out of all sorts of things. Uh, but uh, we Christians do not make them out as idols. We simply use them for hobbies and entertainment and purposes that perhaps certainly have healing agents or agents to, uh, that help us. Um, oh, how should I say? Go on through to the next day, right? But our main source for us to true and eternal Hope is indeed Jesus, our Lord and Master. So he says, "Go, got out of town on a boat going to Southern Islands, okay? Sailing a reach before a following sea. She was making for the trades on the outside and the downhill run to Pepete. Pepete Bay. So there's a location he's headed. He's going towards the winds, and who is indeed the prince of the air, the scriptures would speak, and a great many of the world are guided by the winds of the air. And he's guided, and he's going, 
and he's leaving, and he wants to forget his problems for a while, and he wants to find this wind wherever it would land him. And so he's off to these southern lands, these tropical destinations, these very warm and um, embracing visuals. You know, it's beautiful on the sea. It's beautiful out there on the islands with the the, the sun, the way it shines. I was uh, blessed to have um, experience these islands and islands of tropical destinations so that's where he's headed and then he says in the next section of the lyric off the wind on this heading lie the marquesas so he's with the wind he's chosen the vessel he's going away from the location of anxiety and discouragement and sorrow and pain and divorce right in his life could be whatever it wanted it to be in yours and mine and it certainly was. That's why there's a lot of uh, um, emotion with this uh, lyric. We got 80 feet of the waterline, he says, nicely making way. In a noisy bar in Avalon, I tried to call you. But on a midnight watch, I realized why twice you ran away. Speaking of his relationship, speaking of love and broken love and forbidden love and separated love and all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, how he's really searching deep within his emotions and he's sailing about. I remember going through many heartaches in my life, my past life, various relationships, whether I be the one causing the heartache or not, or the recipient of heartache and separation. Uh, at times, you know, you went out and sought um, remedy, cure in nature. Uh, my uncle who is no longer among the living now, was a very close friend of mine. And uh, we just go off into the woods in various locations of this province where there are beautiful uh, waterfalls and, and rivers and walkways and paths and hikes and stuff. And we just leave the world behind and go about our business there. And of course, being in the past life, we'd certainly bring our necessities, which were usually drugs and alcohol, and uh, journey the mountains and journey the rivers and uh, explore. Why? Because we were we were wanting to, 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 to cancel reality for a while. He was going through divorce. I was going through uh, separation with a girlfriend, and uh, we were broken, you know, so let's Let's find something. I mean, we weren't going to find God. We were not looking for God, the God of the Bible. We were looking towards what the world had to offer, nature and drugs and alcohol and stuff. Again, that Crosby, Stills, and Nash also did, and most of the world does. And in those moments, you want to stop and you want to call this person whom you loved and whom you are now separated from. You want to call them again. You want to try to repair something. You have something to say to them. There is... Again, this pain is still very open. The wound is not healed, you know. So that kind of uh, imagery there is taking place. So he says, think about, think about how many times I have fallen. Spirits are using me, larger voices calling. What heaven brought you and me cannot be forgotten. See how that makes sense now with the relationship situation that he's uh, been in and going through in that kind of uh, that kind of context. Think about. He wants her to think about how many times he fell. Spirits, words are using me. 
larger voices calling, stronger spirits, stronger spiritual things. This, of course, again, always with the wind, the way of the world, the wind of the world, the words it utilizes. It utilizes its words to charm or to bring back to remembrance or to captivate or to lure us into a certain location. And for him, the spirits he is speaking about, these larger voices are indeed the memories of his relationship. And he, of course, takes that from a heavenly place, a positive place, which brought his wife and he together. And those things cannot be forgotten. You know, it wasn't just a happenstance. What we had was genuine. It was real. It was true. It was heavenly, not scripturally, <laughs> okay? These are heathens of the world, but heavenly, of a positive place, of a, of a, of a decent location. So they would describe. And then the lyric continues and says, Around the world, I have been around the world, looking for that woman girl. Who knows love can endure? And you know it will. And you know it will. When you see the Southern Cross for the first time, the Southern Cross for the first time, remember this is in the constellations. Constellations. And um, when you see this for the first time, you understand now why you came this way. Puts things into perspective if you are indeed chasing these gods. Right? Because the truth you might be running from is so small, but it's as big as the promise, the promise of the coming day. And you can easily take this kind of language, this poetry of sorts, and have it um, become scriptural in a sense, or within the Christian realm of a cross being spoken of, right? Heaven. Um, the coming of a pro the, the promise of a coming day. What would that be? Well, the day of judgment, if you will, the day in which all things will be revealed. The sky will open, the trump will sound. So when you see the cross, which is heavenly, you'll understand why you came this way. Because the truth you're running from is not something uh, that should hinder you, right? So you can see how one could interpret this in various ways and make it whatever one wants to make it out to be. I'll keep it grounded to it. The magic behind it, if you will, uh, is indeed sourced from reality. The life of this person who's dealing with divorce, with the loss or separation with a loved one and... He seems to be blaming himself, you know, he's speaking about he's fallen and uh, he knows he's messed up several times. Um, within this realm, it could be as much as falling off the wagon. Maybe he once again went to some drugs he shouldn't have done or things of that nature that keeps causing problems in the marriage. It could be other women. I mean, these people, Crosby, Stills and Nash were well known. Uh, for uh, messing around with all kinds of women. I mean, back then, I mean, you know that. If, you, if you've lived on this earth long enough to understand the language, I mean, the 60s, you know, peace and love was all about fornication and orgies and drug uh, and, and intoxication and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Woodstock, 69, right? 
Okay. So uh, it could have been many factors involved with that. So he keeps saying, so I'm sailing for tomorrow. My dreams are a dying and my love is an anchor tied to you, tied with a silver chain. Oh, the silver ship, the silver coin, the gypsy's way of life, right? I have my ship and all her flags are a-flying. She is all that I have left and music is her name. Oh, ho, ho. The name of the ship is music. See how wonderful the poet, uh, the, the the poetry of this lyric uh, reveals. I, I find it quite fascinating. It's amazing to me. So I'm sailing for tomorrow. My dreams are a dying. He's speaking again of this separation, this union that once was that he perceived to be of a heavenly location, and its spirits, its greater words and memories are strong. And he's with the wind. He's in this vessel, and he's going about the winds, and he trusts in the gods, lowercase g, of uh, the heavenly skies and the celestial coding and the stars and this cross, this southern cross and this location of tropical uh, destination. S still thinking of this, of, uh, of this memory, this woman. And he says, so I'm sailing for tomorrow. My dreams are dying. My love is an anchor tied to you. He's still in love with her, right? This silver dollar. I don't want your silver dollar. I have my ship and all her flags are flying. He's showing the flag. He's bearing the flag. And this ship has a name and it's called music. And music is a spirit, isn't it? All of it. Wind. Words. Think about how many times I've fallen. He repeats now the lyric. Spirits are using me larger voices calling. What heaven brought you and me cannot be forgotten. I have been around the world looking for that woman girl who knows love can endure. And you know it will. And you know it will. So we cheated. And we lied. And we tested. We lived a rebellious life. A life of pagan practices a life filled with cheating and lying and testing the boundaries, mocking death, mocking death before us, right? And we never failed to fail. It was, a cer it was always a certainty that if you cheat, you lie, and you test life, you test God and the boundaries of our human existence, you're going to fail. So you never fail to fail. It was the easiest thing to do. You will survive being tested. Somebody fine will come along, make me forget about loving you in the Southern Cross. So this divorce is certainly going to be final, but there will be another day and another woman, and for you, perhaps another man. Right? So therein is the lyric of the Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And we certainly did give some background and some context and what was taking place there and the relationship that he was going through and how that all ended up for him and what he was speaking of. And that is uh, what we utilized as well, why we lived in the world. That's exactly what I would do. 
you know, while we lived in the world. But now as Christians, we see things a bit differently when it comes to heartache and sorrow and the pain we have to go through in this life and experience, right? Uh, we don't cheat. We don't lie. We don't test God. We don't go off seeking other gods, lowercase g, in the stars or in the ocean. We don't go off with the wind and run away from our problems and just allow our feelings to guide us into tomorrow. There are a great many things that need not have taken place here with this account, this poetry, this lyric. But then again, if it had not happened, the lyric would not exist. It falls back into, do I regret my past life? Well, of course I do. <laughs> I regret a great many things in my past life. You know, I, I wish I would have been a Christian instead of not being a Christian and cheating and lying and testing God and living a rebellious life of organized criminal activities and uh, debauchery and lasciviousness and all kinds of immodest enterprise and um, hardcore narcotic distribution and, uh, and consumption and just a mess of it all cause, causes all kinds of chaos and division and pain and sorrow and violence and, and uh, all of that. You know, there's, yeah, I regret it all. But can I now use the experience and the wisdom and all of it for the greater good of the kingdom to which I am a citizen of for my master, Jesus Christ, who is my king? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, that's why most of my brethren don't associate with me. They see me a bit too rough around the edges, unorthodox, not the suit and tie, three-point, five-point sermon kind of a guy. Um, but that's okay. I still love them, and I hope they love me still and pray for me. But um, I reach a certain kind of demographic that they can't reach. And that's okay, because they reach others I can't reach. So we all play our part as members of the body, don't we? And here's my niche. Here's where God put me. And so I do this. I find great joy in doing this, and I hopefully you find substance in this and find a way to connect with it and uh, bring a bit more insight into your life and your walk. And uh, Yeah, that's about it, you know. Again, for Christians, knowing what we know now, we don't get involved in relationships that are going to fail. And if we do commit to a relationship that is going to have the wedding ring, which it should, we should all work for that one true friend that we marry and stay connected with until death do us part. And how to do that? Well, Christianity teaches us how to be selfless, how to look at the greater good of our partner instead of ourselves, and how to compromise where compromise is allowed, and to find our boundaries and security and defense, and to stick together no matter what happens. Let me tell you something. I, uh, uh, you know, marriages can be rocky. Marriages can go through a lot of stuff. It can go through some cheating and some lying and some testing and some falling here and some falling there. And um, But with Christianity, you, you pick yourself back up and you work at it and you stick with it. And um, we don't need to go off the shore and go off to the oceans and seek the Southern Cross. What we seek is the cross of the Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's our cross. That's our strength. And it can certainly uh, see us through a great many things. With our friends over at Crosby, Stills, and Nash and the Lyric, what they have found, what they seek 
to heal their sorrows, what I sought once to seek <clears throat> and uh, utilize to heal. <clears throat> it has no, it has no uh, power to remain. It's always temporary. Um, the drunk needs to get drunk again tomorrow. You know, uh, there's always another sacrifice, you know. The blood of bulls and goats ain't going to cut it. It took the blood of Jesus Christ. With the blood of bulls and goats, you always had to sacrifice. So you're always going to have to go back to the Southern Cross on this boat, on this ship called music. You're always going to have to go back to the bottle, to the narcotic, to the divorce, to the because it, it, it has an expiration date on this earth. It's not. It's momentary. It's not eternal but the christ is eternal it's he is forever and uh when we put our trust in him um that has eternal weight and the heavenly wealth and that can see us through everything and we can navigate through this life and uh come out victorious with him through his grace his mercy <clears throat> that good all right well that'll conclude this session on our tuesday with the lyric investigating the lyric again if you have any suggestions if there are things you would like for us to uh investigate together and allies just send the send off uh in a comment what song you would like for us to do send me an email at its souls at gmail.com uh you know i'd be more than happy to to, to look and in, look into that uh, with you for you and uh together we can we can certainly uh, go through those those lyrics that okay consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com it's free to sign up there and you can choose to support monthly no amount is too small no amount is too big it goes towards the added souls ministry the work of the added souls ministry which feeds of course me and my family as we work for the gospel in this mission field i am over in new brunswick canada i am the minister for the east coast Church of Christ in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada. We are a small house church. We congregate together. We are growing. We are a tight family. There is freedom here. There is peace. There is unity. We uh, have elders appointed, and uh, there is structure, and we go through the Bible. We study the Bible together. We learn together, and uh, we do what's right. We know we're not perfect, but we know we need to follow a perfect God. And so we know there are many things that we are immature in, that we need to mature in. Uh, it's a beautiful family. And if you find yourself in New Brunswick or in the East Coast of Canada, and uh, you'd like to be part of this, you'd like to, to grow with us, well, reach out to us. It is a humble church. You know, we can study together. I'd love to share with you the things I've been studying over a decade now. Reach out to us eastcoastchurchofchrist.com you can also find us on facebook east coast church of christ all right well that'll do for now lord willing tomorrow we continue our study series in the book of genesis if i'm not mistaken and we'll look at uh a recorded and witnessed account there subscribe like share comment all that kind of good stuff stay focused stay positive we'll see each other again lord willing tomorrow and god bless